Are you feeling tired, weary? Are you having trouble letting go and moving on to a life far better than what you have been living? You are not alone, sister. Let's go. Meet me at the well. On today's episode, we have a special guest, my friend Meredith. She is an amazing woman, a single mama to three beautiful children, a nurse, and a strong woman of faith. And so she has been in my life for the last year and a half, and it is just amazing to have conversations with her. So today we invite you into one of our conversations where we kind of go all over the place like we do. Um, talking about our goals, reflecting on 2023, and just our faith and being vulnerable and what it means to be um, a follower of Jesus and its ups and downs and all of the things. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as we enjoyed making it. This is my friend Meredith. Hello. (laughs) She's joining me today. Um, Meredith, when did we meet? Um, God, has it been an, like, about a year and a half ago? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, summer of last year. Like, would it be 20... has it been? Yeah, or like did September? you start Because you started at Trailhead right when it started at um, Heritage. Was that November? No, it was September. Was it September? Uh-huh. My goodness gracious, my timeline is yeah, all jacked up. So September of twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. We started grabbing coffees together. We've done some groups together and really just connect in that we're both real about our past. Yes. Um, we can talk about it. We can learn from it. We both kind of share it with others to help them get through. Mm-hmm. And um, and we don't try and sugarcoat it. No. Or where we're at right now in life. Can't do that. Mm-mm. We just can't do that. Mm-mm being moms and relationships and all the things and so we thought it'd be cool to come on here and chat and just have a conversation yeah I'm excited <laughs> because I I'm think our conversations are fantastic I do too I'm excited <laughs> I'm super excited to be here so it's new year um we're in the beginning of 2024 mm-hmm. and uh we just we're kind of wanting to reflect on 2023 and where it brought us, what kind of things we went through, and um, how we're going to do things differently this year, what we have planned. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. So what are your big highs? What are your, what are a couple of things that were major in 2023 for you? Hmm. Well, we're all alive and the kids are still alive, so that's good. The kids are alive, the car is running, you know, things like that. No, I don't know. I think there was just like a, was like a lot of growth. Like, mm. just, um, I won't bore you with, you know the details, but just um, some situations that made me really go deep in my faith and made me really realize I just can't, I have to just rely on God for everything. And just like that was at some pivotal faith moments for me where it was just like licking the floor of hell. There's nobody face mm-hmm. down on my carpet in my living room. Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to get through this? And just um, realizing that like even, you know, I think I've always struggled with like God isn't tangible. And so relying on him, but it's, but I, I understand that now, like, he's always there. He'll never leave. Like, he really did meet me, which mm-hmm. sounds so, like, Christianese, but, mm-hmm. like, he did meet me in the middle mm-hmm. of the muck a mm-hmm. few times this year. And mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, girl, it just grows your faith when you see that, when you see God show up, you know? And so I think that that was, like, my big one is just, um, what would, I don't know the word for it, but just, just yeah, I mean, like, spiritual maturity mm-hmm. just, just grew a lot. Mm-hmm. and. I think, like you know, I've always struggled with codependency, but I do feel like I've kind of crested the hill a little bit with just learning my worth and value. Like, there's no formula, you know? There's no 12-step program that's going to get you there, but... No, it's step-by-step. It is. It's piece-by-piece, and we have to really celebrate those wins when we have them or the when when God meets us and we realize it and we know that we're on the right path. And we're taking the right steps and it's just, you're a little bit 
closer to not having to struggle with that anymore. But I think that like for codependency, um, addiction for me, I think those things are always going to be in our lives Absolutely. because it's something that we have always struggled with mm-hmm. in the changes is that now we understand it, we know it and we know who to go to Yes, because of it. We yeah. know the only person, the only one that is going to save us from it is yeah. him. And so it's so true. Mm-hmm. But I think like I was always looking for like a formula, like, you know, yeah. I was doing like, Codependence Anonymous or Celebrate Recovery or like, and I just remember a few times this year, like literally, like I said, like I had rug burn on my forehead. I was just face flat down on my floor. Like, Lord, I don't know there, the intricacies that keep me in these dysfunctional patterns. I thought of it as like a spider web. Like this web is so intricately woven. It's childhood trauma. It's addiction. It's relational trauma. It is all this crap that makes this like crazy spider web that like, I was like, I would have to be in a counselor's chair every day, all day for the next, the rest of my life to try and like untangle this web. And there's a dog in the background. It's fine. But I just remember being like, I don't even know where to start. There's no formula. There's no book. Like there's nothing like I need you to, to untangle this web Lord, mm-hmm. because there's stuff that probably happened in my childhood that I've repressed. That I don't even remember that yeah. are, it's manifesting now relationally or whatever. Right. I don't even know what to ask for help for. Mm -hmm. And I just like kept, that was my prayer. I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be this way. I need you to like untangle this web. You've got to untangle this web. And it wasn't like overnight, but it's just like, as I kept just like going there and like surrendering and being like, I don't, I don't have a formula. There's no, like I said, there's no, there's no, I don't even know what I'm praying for. Right. I just know I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to feel sick. I don't want to feel stuck. I don't want to feel unhealthy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just, I and I can't even put words to it, but I just feel more healthy. Mm-hmm. And so I think mm-hmm. that was like the big wins is just nothing huge, nothing, but, but I definitely feel, I feel healthier. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I understand what you mean by trying to find a formula. I spent, you know, the first five years in recovery reading self-help book after self-help book, yeah. personal development. Like if I just answer all the questions in this book and if I do everything chapter to chapter, like it's telling me I'm going to feel better. Yeah. Like I'm going to continue to climb up and it's so much more than that. And Meredith and I did um, this study last year. We started last year with um, Experiencing God by Blackaby. Mm -hmm. Henry Blackaby. Henry Blackaby. Um, It was a 12-week study, best study I've ever done. Game changer. Um. I really think that that was the beginning of really understanding and living out, experiencing God, like yeah. in a real tangible way So true. and um, looking for him everywhere. And where is he at work in my life? And where is he at work in my family's life? And where is he at work in the community? And where can I meet him and work alongside him? And that really just opened up my mind and my heart to the possibilities of what God has for us, mm-hmm. what um, his big plans are for us and, and what he's doing in our lives. And so to experience him is so much different than trying to figure out me. Right. You know? Like I need to read the Bible more. <laughs> I need to go to church more. I need to listen to more scriptures. There's got to be a formula. And that's why I was like, right. do I need to read my Bible more? Like, what am I doing wrong here? Why right. am I not hearing from you, Lord? But it's it's just, it's, I think it's just like, it's that posture of like hands wide open. Yep. Surrendered. There is no formula. That is religion. Yeah. You know, it is like, dude, I need, I need help. And it doesn't happen overnight, but you just start to see. You do. These changes, mm-hmm. you know. And you do have to watch who you're hanging out with. You do have to watch what you're filling your mind with. You can't oh just gosh. go to the world and then yes. be praying for God to change you. You have to be doing the work on your own too. Mm-hmm. But there isn't a formula. There is not. You know? There's not a formula. I mean, the only thing is, it's him. Yes. We surrender ourselves to him in every moment and every day. And I love that you said that about we have to we have to be mindful of who we're hanging around with and what we're listening yes. to and movies that we're watching yes. and books that we're reading. And I never, ever understood that yep. before. I love to read. I love to read novels. I, lo- you know, it, and 
I can't even listen to Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre half the time because no. I'm like, fudge, I can't even listen to these words or these lyrics. No. Because, <laughs> like, those are the it portals of our mind, out dude. of my peace, yes. It does. So it's not <laughs> like you can be surrendering in one moment and then, like, jamming out to Cardi B in the next. You know what I mean? Right. You're not probably going to get there. And if you do, it's just going to be, you're going to be frustrated. Yes, yes. Because it is. It's that, well, what do I want? What do I really, really want? Right. And am I going to, like, balance back and forth between and I think that's Cardi Christians, B and Jesus? Yes. And that's, like, where Christians get a bad rap of just being, like, so straight edge and square. But it's, like, it's not necessarily that. It's just, like, you're not going to fully experience God or hear from him. You know what I mean? It's not this perfect life, but like when you're putting all that junk into your mind, it's like you've got your, you're wanting clean, clarified water, but you're putting dirty water in. Right. So the clean, clarified water is still going to get a little tainted from the dirty water. You're continually trying to filter it. Yes. You're yes. Continually trying to filter and you're thinking, it. I need to do more of this. I need to do more of this. I mean, no, you don't. You just need to cut out a few of the, yeah. a little bit of the crap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like I said, it just doesn't happen overnight, but like. He'll do it. Like, he created the universe in six days. Can mm. he not break our generational mm. chains? He can change, you know. It, we have to want it. Yep. We have to want it. We have to go towards it. We have, you know, he's not going to make us come to him. He's not going to, he's going to sit patiently and and he's going to find somebody. He's going to find somebody yeah. who wants it. And, and we so. learned that in the study, too, that, like, the Holy Spirit presents our requests to God because he's at the right-hand side of yeah. the Father. So mm-hmm. it's like. Sometimes we can be like, I don't even know what I'm praying for. You know, I just know I don't want to feel this way anymore. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's almost like he presents that request to God who then supernaturally comes in and just does the work. Right. You know? Right. You don't always have to know what to pray for either. You don't. You don't. But we can. We can get there. We can get closer to it. And like you said, it's day by day. It's moment by moment. And it's continuing to just surrender mm-hmm. and put ourselves out there to him each and every day. And like you said, cutting that crap out, cutting yeah. the stuff out that just confuses us, um, makes us think not in line with scripture, right. not in line with love and kindness. And um, I've had some major life events happen over the past year, ups and downs, mm-hmm. where when I reflect back on it, I'm just so grateful. I, the enemy comes in and really tries to steal, kill, and destroy our happiness. Absolutely. And he does it through people who are around us, friends, people that we know. He does it through mm-hmm. things that we love. Um, and when you can surrender it all and just know that whether I lose this, whether I gain this, it is God's plan yeah. at the end of the day. It yeah. is God's plan. And that just brings so much joy. Yeah, it does. And having that retrospect of like in the moment, it's like, okay, I lost this. But like being able to like look back at before when like it has been turned to good, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, okay, this time's no different. Right. I don't have the big picture of why I'm losing this or why this person's sucking right now. But like <laughs> I will, yes. you know, yes. if, if you just stay the course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's where I just want to give people permission to, it's hard to get over things. Yeah. It's it hard is. to process things. And when you think that you've gotten over it, sometimes it's because we just push it down. We do. Or we, we don't want to fully let it go. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just want to give people permission to, that that's okay. It is that okay. it's okay to hang on to something that you love or that you loved, or that was something that was really good in your life, and to wish everyone well in it, and to, it's okay to move on. It is. It's okay to move on. I think that that's the thing I, I struggle with a little bit, is that you don't, everything is not going to be in your life forever. No. There are things that are seasonal. There are things that are meant to be in your life for a week, a month, a year, a couple of years, maybe five years, maybe 10 years. Yeah. Um, but when it's gone, it's okay. Yeah. And it's okay to move on to the next thing. And it's okay to wish everyone well that is still in that. And um, no, I think as women, we just feel so deeply, like our emotions are so tied to things. Mm-hmm. So it's like when somebody hurts us or a situation hurts us, it's like, you know, our flesh wants retribution. Right. But it's like, we ha- you know, and as a codependent, I'm like, 
oh, there's always hope. Like, you know, there's just hope. I just have so much love yes. to give. And I have a hard time of like drawing a line in the sand and like letting people go. Like, yes. But that ends up ultimately like hurting me. And I think you said it like perfectly and you're like, it's seasons. Like as we enter a new year in, is it ever going to be winter? Maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there are seasons, I swear, you know, like, like, like things are seasonal. And I think that is part of like the ebb and flow of life. This whole, like this hands open posture mm-hmm. of like, if it comes, it comes. If it goes, it goes. But truly, we're not in control. And when we cling on to something too tight, which I have done relationally so many times, it's like God's like, let it go or, or let it come, whatever. And when we hold on to it too tight for too long, we, we mess it up. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's meant to be, I, and that sounds spiritually new agey, but it's it's not. It's like God puts the right people, the right places, the right things in our hands at the right time. It's our humanistic desire to clutch, clinch on and right. You got to right. stay, you got to stay or you yes. can't go or you hurt me. So we're going to make this right. Yes. <laughs> rather than just being like, you, right. You know, it's, it's unfortunate, but that we made the wrong choice somewhere along the way that yep. we took the wrong turn somewhere along the way. And God is just like nudging us back yep. or that he knows that we love something so much that we won't let go of it ourselves right. because we're just going to continue on. Even though there's something bigger over here in mm. the distance that we just can't see because we are so laser focused on what is right in front of us. Yep. So he's going to take that away from us because he knows. And I think that that's so sweet. It is sweet. Because he knows that we're not going to walk away from it because of our heart. And so he'll take it away so that doors can open in a way that you would not even believe. Yeah. And I love when you said that we're human, we're flesh in the retribution. It's like, it is such a flex, which also is a new age term. Flex. A flex. A flex, baby. To be able to walk away from something or someone without causing any harm, mm. without causing any fractures because of you on yeah. your part. By either words spoken or actions taken. Because um, we want to pound our chests and puff our chests yes, and be seen when we're hurt, yes. right? Yes. And, and let people, this isn't my fault. This is, you know, or right. this is my side of the story. Nobody, you know, wants to hear my side of the story or. Yeah. Um, but God sees it and he God knows it. God sees it and he knows it. And I think that that's just so powerful that, that experiencing God in a way that we don't need any puffing up from anybody else we don't need to speak ugly words because it's going to make us feel better in the moment um that we have everything that we need we do with him and everything else is just noise yeah um in the background it's hard though it's hard in the moment to not (laughs) to not to just be like god sees and god will make it right especially when you're the one having to like completely come underneath and be gentle and lowly and gentle and lowly and meek and like the other person just keeps or the other situation keeps seemingly winning right or like you know right and you're just like uh you know it's like right and that reminder of this is not about me this no. is not about me this is not about me <laughs> yep and there is there is a greater plan but mm-hmm. like how do we navigate that and that's that's the fight of the flesh dude, mm-hmm. that we have every day mm-hmm. you know and i think we're closer to that i think we're closer to that going into 2024 yeah, because of the experiences and with God in 2023 and the way that he has shown up in both of our lives. Absolutely. It's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful picture. It is. I mean, just got to keep pressing in. I was talking to a friend today and she was talking about how it talks about like how in the end times, like so many people will fall away and just like how the faith of many will grow cold. And, and like, I just think, yeah, it's exciting to enter a new year and it is exciting, but it's like, I think as believers, new or old or non-believers, whatever, it's just mo- mostly for believers that we have to like, like we got to be aware, like it's a daily fight. It's a daily battle and we have to get daily bread from mm-hmm. God because if we don't, like our love will grow cold because the world is tantalizing. It's like, like I was telling you this today, it's just like, we want to be doing what everybody else is doing. And we want to like it. it yeah. we, you, you get on social media and you're like, Oh my gosh, everybody else has it all. They have it all. And, and it's like, sometimes following God is just like getting by. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're just getting, <laughs> getting by. Up. Yeah. And it's just like, 
I don't want to just get by. Like, I want abundance and blah, blah, blah. But it's like... <gasps> that's my word this year. Is it abundance? Abundance. I like it. Yes. I think it's... <laughs> Give me some more, baby. <laughs> when you just said thirst or you said hunger, I was like, thirst would be a good word too or hunger. Because yeah. it's like, I'm so thirsty to just... Con- I, that's all I want to be filled with is yeah. living water. Daily bread. In the daily bread. Like living water and daily bread. How simple is that? It is. I mean... It's simple to say. And how hard is it to do? Oh, it's so hard <laughs> because everything else is vying for our attention. Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like you almost have to, sometimes I feel like as a believer, you almost have to like, I don't know. I don't want to say hole off, but it's like, again, like protect your brain. Cause like when I look on Instagram too much and I just see like, I'm like, gosh, everybody's like hot and in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't washed my hair in 10 days and my kids, I'm you know what I mean? I'm cleaning the same yeah, mess. Yeah. Girl, like, when she I'm says, not hot in Paris. When she says she is down on the floor with her face on the floor, forehead in the floor, like you have to understand all you mamas out there who have young children and myself included, like if you were to look around on my carpet right now, who knows what a scientific oh. team would find. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I don't even, I don't want to know either. I don't want to know either. So it's for real. It is for real. It is for real. surrender ourselves in that way. And it's so humbling. And it's so, but we don't do it. No. Until we are like desperate times, desperate measures. Yeah. Like how do we do that every day? Right. Right. Like how when in the getting is good, do we still seek God? Like we seek him when we're like. Down and out. Yeah. Struggle. Shit hits the fan. Yeah. Yes. Like I just. And I don't think there's a formula for that either. Because I remember we asked our pastor (laughs) and we're like, so how do we stay on fire? And he's like, it's, it's (laughs) literally not like, it's not more Bible reading. Yes. It's not. Yes. We need to be in scripture. It does edify us. It does change us. It is sharper than a two edged sword. It says that for a reason. It does cut out our flesh, but there isn't a formula. No. You know? No. Cause life still happens. Yeah. Life is still happening around us. We can only control us Mm -hmm. and when you have little ones running around rampant and partners you know like that aren't seeing eye to eye maybe just that day you know maybe just that hour maybe just that argument yeah um can hit the fan really fast and before we know it and i've said to our pastor before too i am so good when i am within the walls of my home uh-huh by myself oh by myself <laughs> in yeah. the moment i walk outside it's like sometimes i totally forget that jesus is right by my side yeah that's what i'm saying we almost <laughs> feel like we have to like hole off and be in this hole and like you almost like, like can't be around other humans we like, could get a cutout of yeah. jesus for the year and just carry him around that's a really us. good idea a pocket jesus <laughs> a pocket jesus anybody need a pocket jesus because dude that world is crazy. Yes, you step out that door. Yes. And... and sometimes I'll reflect on conversations and I'm like, oh, me too. how does the old me just come, come out? out? Me too. <laughs> Where does she come from? Yeah. And I'm just kind of like icked out by myself. Yes, sometimes. I'm yes. like, I need to call and tell that person. I'm sorry. Like, yes. it was not, it was not, that wasn't cute. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Have you done that before? Um, I have a good friend who is so good about being like, I need to repent. Like I, I was gossiping or I need to repent. I shouldn't have talked like that. And it's so inspiring to me. So with her, I feel like I'm pretty good about being like, I need to repent. Like I, that what that wasn't, I don't need to be giving you advice. Like you need to be asking God, but I wouldn't say it's like, it's not my first line. Right. Most interactions. Right. I have to be, cause that's vulnerable to go to somebody and be like, you know, I'm really sorry that like I was gossiping or offering you advice unsolicited. Right. Or not just pointing you back to Jesus and giving you all my tidbits. You know, it it's vulnerable to to say to to say that to somebody, you know. But I think like we've said this as women, like if we could just be more vulnerable and just be like, dude, I, I dropped the ball in that interaction. Like that's mm-hmm. just that wasn't Cause we all struggle with it. We all do. You know, every single one of us. And I think if we all are more and cause her, having her do that with me, it's just, it's eye opening. in mm-hmm. my conversations with her, I'm more aware than I am with more other people because I'm like, she's aware of what, what's going on. She's going to kind of mull this over when we get off the phone. Right. It just keep it's accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, you know, I, I'm more accountable in my conversations with her. My, my language is pure. My mm. talk is pure. All of it because mm. like, I know that she's going to 
she's going to double down after this conversation and be right. like, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. It's really interesting. And like I said, we all do it. We do. We're all there. We all love to share our opinion. Yep. You know, especially if it's something that we've also gone through. And the fact is, is that we are all still different in the way that we're going to handle things and yep. respond to things are different and our experiences are different. And it all goes back to, like you said, it's simple. Mm-hmm. We point each other back to Jesus. We point each other to yep. scripture. We point each other to the word. We point each other to what is actually going What's to true. solve this problem. Right. In air quotes. Or um, when we go to people like who we almost like want to hear, like I'm, right. like I'm a single mom, so I'm not going to. I'm going to go to my other single mom friends for relationship or like parenting advice. Like we're right. married people, you know, and it's like, maybe we need to, maybe us as single parents need to be going, you know what I mean? We need to maybe like be more interchangeable with where mm-hmm. we're seeking out advice because. Mm-hmm. Cause we always go to like-minded people. We go to like-minded people. We go to people who we almost gonna... tell us what we want to hear. Yes. Yes. And again, maybe we don't need to be going to tell, ha- having anybody tell us anything. Other than like, dude, what does the Lord say? Dude, you know, where's Jesus? Yeah, where is he at? Like, <laughs> is he in your closet? Yeah, exactly. Because my married friends <laughs> are probably gonna be like, him? no, actually, my husband still sucks, and I'm like, oh well, that's so bad. all I want to do is get married, you know. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, it's it's you're right. We gotta right because single, married, kids, no, no kids. kids. We all have struggles. We're Dude, we all do. looking for the same thing. Yes. And that's ha- joy. That's yep. happiness. Mm-hmm. It's joy. It is. That's so true. We can find that through Jesus, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you have kids, whether you don't have kids, because whatever situation you're in, crap is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Something is going to happen in your life. It's not going to be pretty all the time. No. It is not going to be Instagram. It's not going to be social media. Life happens. Yeah. Life happens to all of us. And I, how many times do you hang out with somebody who's not like you? Because we're attracted to people who are like us. Yeah. We're the mirror. our friend groups. Mm-hmm. Our it's people who so true. We're not going to get into Gosh. arguments with because. If I get into arguments with her, we're never going to talk again. Mm. Instead of being able to sit through that conversation and and have a good quality conversation because we're never going to agree on everything. Yeah. And I think that that's so beautiful when you can humble yourself enough to be able to learn from somebody else. Mm. And, and not take everything in, not take everything to heart of what they're saying or... And you might not agree with them still at the end of the day. But we don't do that anymore. We don't have conversations anymore. We steer clear from vulnerability vulnerability Mm -hmm. in anything that's going to cause friction. But then I think when you allow yourself to get vulnerable with people, you're like, those are some of the most growing, edifying friendships conversations because you're like, wow, they just told me all their crap unashamedly and now I can kind of air some of mine Mm -hmm. and I think as women like we always want to like look put together and we want to look like the Instagram and Mm -hmm. oh I do this or this or you know and it's like but when we like share our ick and it opens the door for other people to share our ick I'm like that's where growth happens right right that's where like safety happens when you're just like I don't have to have it all together and that's where Jesus comes in yes that's where he comes into that because when we are sitting in a group and we are all high and mighty and our lives are good there's no room for him yeah in that circle yep um but when we are like I'm i broken. need help yep. i'm broken yep um things are happening that are heavy and weighing me down and i can't do this by myself yeah. he builds that community within us to help hold each other up um with him like yeah. front and center in the middle which he should be yeah in the middle but when we are too proud to too proud or like our lives are great yeah there's not there's no room for him no there's there. no room and nobody's life looks like it is on instagram no not everybody is in paris looking hot okay they're no just, they're Who's not in paris looking hot right now? i don't know just some people i follow on instagram i'm like so you're all getting engaged in paris and did you know you were getting engaged because you're everything is 
how did you know to wear that dress tonight? Yes. You know what I mean? How, how did you know? How Does somebody tell you? I mean, I'm just like, it's just, you look at it and I'm just like, wow. It's not real. Like, it isn't there real. Are it a can't lot be of real, right? That we create the picture and it's not organic. It's not. So we discussed today on this of whether we were supposed to have a script for this or questions to ask each other or... And we're like, it wouldn't be authentic. It wouldn't be authentic. If we like, we literally put the mic on the table (laughs) and sat down, Snapple and LaCroix in hand. And dogs whining. (laughs) Dogs whining, messy buns. Um, Because we can't, neither one of us want to just say things because they sound good. No, dude. Some things that come out of my mouth do sound good. Yeah. (laughs) Because... There are things that I've been practicing. Because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, okay? The Holy Spirit. But we make mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's not perfect. It doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good all the time. It's are we following the one? Are we following him how we're supposed to be following him? And knowing that we live in this broken world, we live in brokenness. There's brokenness all around us in the people we meet every day in our friends, in our communities, in our nation, in the world. And I think what a lot of people don't do is just step out. Yeah. And so I think that it's between you and I and just knowing you over this last year and a half, um, the way that we're stepping into our faith and just doing things without it looking pretty Mm -hmm. and allowing each other into our lives without having to clean my house you know, perfectly or just all those things that, I mean, I'm looking over in the kitchen, there's cereal on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, are we going to be on camera? Do I have to wash my hair on a scale of one to homeless? How homeless can I look? And Catherine's like, just make sure you don't have lice. (laughs) I'm like, oh, baby girl, don't you worry. I got the headlines. I got them extensions in. I'm going to be paying for that. No, we're good. We're good. You're good. But I agree. It's just like, dude, just be real. Right. And some people are like, I have this dream. I, or I, this calling, like, mm -hmm. I know God is calling me to this, but I need my hair done and my nails done. Right. And I need to look good. And I need to do all these things for, that are pointing to me, Mm -hmm. me before I step into it, because I got to look my best to do this. And we take all the attention off of him. We take the, you know, he's probably shaking his head like, what do you think you need your hair dyed right. to help this woman over here who's homeless and on the streets? Yeah. And th- that's actually going to make her probably turn away from me. She's like, show up in your messy bun and your hoodie. <laughs> yeah, show up in your messy bun and your hoodie. You definitely no, need a neck No, but hat. I think we just miss the mark so much or miss the calling because we want it our way. Yep. We want it perfect. We want that Instagram picture while we're doing it. We do. And it's just not going to happen. No. And it's like, look at who Jesus hung out with. Right. Prostitutes, lepers, like, you yes. know, tax collectors. Tax collectors. Things. He was not hanging out with the people adorned in, in, in jewelry and, you no. know, all this stuff. In fact, like, he's just like, that's that's not it. You're missing the mark. But yes. This is that's the society we live in. And, and you get on Instagram and you're like, so wait, she looks that good and bakes her own bread every day? Like, mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's that whole, like, joy. It's a comparison is the thief of joy. And that's so true because it's like, dude, that's just not it. Mm-hmm. And good for the people that is. That's awesome. Good right. for them. Right. That's good. But I, I, I beg to say that's probably not the majority of us. Right. We're no. just literally getting by. Dude. Yeah. It, whether that's paycheck to paycheck shower shower you know what i mean mm-hmm. whatever it is like just try kid drop off to kid drop off yeah like just trying not to lose our testimony in every waking moment <laughs> of being a parent like it's just there the whole thing there's just no formula like nope and it gets monotonous and it gets like where's the end goal where's the payoff but it's like we've got to come to the point where maybe our land of milk and honey maybe our payoff is not the side of heaven and I think if we mm-hmm. can shift that mindset of mm-hmm. like, maybe we're not hot in Paris this side of heaven, but you know what? We have eternity yeah. for whatever we're doing that is good, that nobody else sees, that we're not seeing the reward for, we're not reaping the benefit for here. 
right? We're, we're going to see it. Yeah. One we're day. doing down and dirty work here. Yeah. We're doing down and dirty work. Yes. It is, it is hard. It is. It is hard to live in this world. It's hard to, like you said, um, so many things that we put on this side of heaven. We're again, missing the mark and yeah. we're missing, we're missing what our purpose is here on earth. And what is our purpose here on earth is to bring everybody to Jesus. Yeah. It's, so are you doing that in your actions? Are yeah. you doing that in your daily walk? Um, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I wish no. I, that's the goal. No, I haven't left my house in five days. That's the like, goal. Clearly, I'm not growing the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> growing the kingdom, growing the kingdom. <laughs> so like, what about you going into the new year? Like what, what's, what's on your mind? What's on your heart? What's going into the new what's year? What's your stuff? My stuff is, like I said, I, I learned a lot. I had a few really, really valuable lessons in 2023. Mm. Our son came home in April, which was amazing. And also taught me parenting an adult child, mm. which has kind of trickled down into my other kids now and just how I want to show up as a godly mom. Yeah. And um, just the patience piece in that. Like the Lord has given me so much patience over the last few years, which I really believe has gotten me to where I am. So I just want to use the lessons that I learned in 2023 to just continue to do his work in 2024. Yeah. What that looks like is, you know, starting this nonprofit mm. and um, to help women and specifically moms to help them either get sober uh, help them in recovery, help them figure out how to just be better in yeah. their own skin and in their own home. And and for me and for you, that's Jesus. Like yeah. we know. Um, and for some people out there, they're lost and yeah. they don't know. And that was me mm. until, you know, two years into sobriety until like five years ago. Yeah. And so just really being an example, being an, an example of I want somebody to look at me and say, I want what she has yeah. and not because I have a car or a house or right. a pool or a boat or something that they see on Instagram. I want them to see me and want what I have on the inside and that's Jesus. Yeah. And so just really leading as many people to, to the kingdom as I can this year is the goal. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And it starts in our families. And so it's like, what changes do we need to make within our home? Mm -hmm. Or Which is also, I wish there was a formula for that. Right. I wish there was a book on how to raise godly children. Because... Yeah. <laughs> and that's that daily surrender. Of like, <laughs> I don't want to lose surrender. it on my kids again. I don't want to lose it on my kids again. No, but... I lost it on my kids again. But yes. it's like, you got to keep going, apologizing to them, mm -hmm. apologizing to the Lord and just being like, I don't want to be like this. But right. when push comes to shove. I've lost it again. Yeah. And like, and over time, like he'll give patience, but yeah, I think that's, that's huge. Mm -hmm. And they, I, you know, I've learned now with Cohen's now 19, mm. I've just learned that they do so much. They, they follow our actions so oh, much gosh. more than We're what we say to them. Child, oh my yeah. gosh. They, it's, you know, you can give them the best educational teaching <laughs> lesson. Doesn't matter motivational speech is what they used to call it when I would talk. And it was like, they finally were said, mom, we lost you like 30 seconds in. And it's so true though. You know, they watch, we, how we, we watch, we watch people, we see people, whatever mm -hmm. you want to say, mm -hmm. just based on watching somebody or looking at them instead of listening to yeah. them. And so it's just, how can I, how can I show that then to them? How can I be out there being a leader in, actually doing what I'm called to do. Yeah. Populating the kingdom. Populating the kingdom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because dang, if we had more people that were populating the kingdom, the world would be better. The world would be so much <laughs> Just, better. You know, it's again, a simple, it's a simple thing to say, yet it's impossible. And so old me used to get so overwhelmed by, cause I wanted to save the world. Right. And I finally realized it's not my job. No, it's not my job. My job is to help lead people to the kingdom who I come in contact with every day. Yeah. Um, whether it's in the store or at the school or at the park or, or wherever, how are we showing up within our communities on a daily basis? And it's as simple as that. It doesn't have to be huge of, I'm going to go save all the kids and no. 
the Philippines right. or, you know, like that's, you're not going to do anything then because it's an impossible task and it's not our job to do. It's our job to, I mean, it's some people's job to help in that. Right, but, absolutely. Um, but not in the season of life we're in. No, it's like, no. It's not like this, like you were saying, like when you came to know the Lord, but you were like missing it. It's like, I think that like sometimes non-believers, I would imagine like Christianity looks like this like elite club, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I've got to be polished up in all these ways. And so it's like, no, like I'm never going to get there or like it's too hard to understand the Bible or like I know I'm missing something, but like I don't want to step foot inside a church or right. I don't, you know, and it's like, I think that you said it right there when it's just like loving people where they are because people, you, you came to, to know the Lord later in life mm-hmm. and like after a lot of ick and and it's like I think that it's probably like you've got to be born into it or you've right. got to know people and it's like it's just not an elite club in fact that's the antithesis of of what the Lord or what Jesus teaches is like no like he he wants everybody who's broken to know him because he knows that that is what will cure your brokenness yeah. like that's where true peace is. So yep. if somebody's living on the up and up and in this elite, like has a million dollars, doesn't have brokenness, doesn't have crap, like what what do they need God for in their own mindset? Right. It's like, and it's not this elite club. And so like it, if there is anybody that thinks that, it's like, it's so far from the truth. It's like the more broken you are, the more of a candidate you are for this job, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Every story in scripture. Yeah. Almost every, almost every story in scripture. Yeah is how did Jesus save the yeah. person who was broken? How did Jesus save the person who was suffering? Right. Um, the and messier, it's just the so better. beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And and again, people, if you, because I, I can still remember um, being a non-believer or my thought process. And there's so much fear that was instilled. We fear God. Yeah. And we should fear God. Right. We should fear him. Like this, he's this but punitive, wand-wing yes, father. Yes, yeah. if you just start reading in the Old Testament, some of those stories can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible's intimidating. The Bible is intimidating in, until you read it from a place of knowing God's love for us, yeah. knowing Jesus' love for us mm-hmm. and his people. And those stories become less intimidating. Those stories become more beautiful. They edify you because, because you're you like... see it from that great place of, oh my gosh, he loves us so much that he did this. Yep. He let us carry on for so long because he loves us so much yeah. until he was finally like the father who says enough is enough. We now, you know, there's yep. consequences still in yeah, life. Yeah, there is. There are consequences and there are boundaries. We put boundaries on our kids. We have boundaries. You have to have boundaries. You unless, do. Or you're going to end up in all the the craziness that the world tells us yep. or feeds us. Um, so boundaries are good. Consequences are good. They like are. Those things have to happen. They're what they change our behavior. Yes. And when you said, when you were talking about, people envision Christians as these dressed up, you know, like Country put Club together. That's what I call Girl, them. when I first started, go, you know, that's what I thought because mm-hmm. we would go to mass and everybody would be dressed up when I was a kid. And so when we first started going to church, the first, um, like it was the first three times that we went, Cohen went with me and I would get so frustrated because he'd have a hat on. And his clothes were dirty. Yeah. And my kids go to church with hoodies on. And and now I don't care. Like, I am like, if you are showing up, if you are walking through the doors, that's what matters. It does not matter what you have on. It does not matter what you wear. (coughs) My boys now know it is proper to take your hat off when we're praying. You know, it's just like when you start, don't get caught up in those things and no. don't make your kids hate it because you're trying to make them perfect. Yes. We are not going to be perfect. And in the win at the end of the day and the joy at the end of the day is that you went to church and yeah. you learned a little bit more about Jesus yep. and scripture. And you're with like-minded people. And you're with like-minded people. It does not matter what your what kids wear, wearing. what they look like. Yes. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> well, I stayed out of church. Like, I grew up a Christian. I don't know, quotation marks around that. But, like, thought I was anyways. But then, like, was born again recently. But 
about three years ago, won't go down that for another day, but, um, like, I was, like, not going, because I was, like, I'm a single mom, I'm going to show up with these three kids, like, like, I just felt so out of place, like, as a single mom, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, like, dude, and then I go, and then I find, you know, and I think you have to find the right church, but then it's, like, when you find the right church, it's, like, it's almost a, it's almost a badge of honor to walk in with some sort of brokenness, mm-hmm. because it's, like, you're at a hospital, you know, like, it's, like, it's a hospital yeah. for the broken, yeah, you're not, People could care less what your story is. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Look at our church. Our church is full of people in recovery. Yes. It has, there's a slew of single parents there. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like, and. That's and life. It That's is reality. Life, right? That is reality. We are all recovering from something. Yes. Whether you want to admit it or not, whether it's your upbringing or your experience or your own addictions, your own demons, your own, whatever is going, we're all recovering from yeah. something. Yeah, that's so true. But, or still in addiction yeah. with some things. But it's just like, just just start showing up. and Yes. And God will meet you where you meet yes. him. He will. Yeah. And we're all in different parts of our journey. And mm-hmm. that's also okay. So the intimidation of that first group or being with like-minded people in a group and not knowing what the first book of the Bible even was. Right. Or, you know, how many books were in there or what the Gospels were or or any of it. Anything. Like, I think the enemy wins there with a lot of people and keeps them clueless because... Of inadequacy. Because, yes. And people think, well, she knows it all. You can read the Bible front to back year after year for the rest of your life and still learn something yeah. new because it meets you where you are. Right. Scripture meets you exactly where you are. And the same verse can mean something different next year than it means to me this year because of where I'm at in life. Yeah, it's so true. And what I've learned through it or grown through it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think intimidation is a good word for... Yeah. For non-believers and what's keeping people away from the church. And the church is broken too. Oh just gosh. like people. So, yes. And so you can't go into anything thinking that it's going to be this like firework, spectacular, amazing experience no. week to week to week. And that all the people there are, we're broken people. Right. We screw up. We say the wrong things. We do the wrong things. Like That's why we all need Jesus, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. We're going to church to seek Jesus. The pastor's not going to, yeah, he's not going to give a fire sermon that's going to evoke our emotions. That worship's not going to be great every week. You know no, what I mean? It's right. like, that's not what we're there for. We're there to to learn and to really cultivate our own relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord. Your own personal relationship yeah. is what it's about right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, it's good stuff. It is good stuff. Yeah. It's good. How about you? What about 2024? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't haven't like even set any goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely don't want to stay stack. I don't want to stay where I am. I want to grow. I really ultimately, I would love to be better about cultivating rhythms. I'd like, I'd love to be in the word more. I'm mm-hmm. not in the word. You know, I go to the word when I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I want it to be something that's a part of my daily, just my daily life. That's mm-hmm. just, that's what I do. I'm in the Bible every day. I mean, I grew up in church. I know the Bible stories. I listen to a ton of sermons. I listen to podcasts. But I'm almost, it's like I'm always needing to get fed from other people doing the work. Right. I need to feed myself. Right. You know? And so that's just full disclosure. I need to, I, I want to be better about daily Bible reading mm-hmm. and just daily abiding and daily quiet time. Would love to, this is a stretch, but do that before I, I really have any interactions. Mm-hmm. just to really kind of set the tone for my day. Yeah. And I've been wanting to do that for a while. I suck at getting up before my kids. Mm-hmm. And then it's just mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. Yep. And then I just, there's always a this, a that, a this, a that. I'll get yep. to it. And then I don't get to it. And then, you know, I'll read the, the verse of the day on the, on the whatever. Bible app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I need to go deeper than that. I need yeah. more than that. I know I need more than that. I know I want more than that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something for me is like, because I believe if I set that rhythm. Yep it's just going to pour out into ever, more areas of yeah. my life. And I can't be constantly, you know, I justifying, I've listened to a sermon today or listened to two sermons or whatever. Well, I'm ultimately going to somebody else who had to open the Bible <laughs> this is true. and read it. You know this what I mean? True. This is like that formula or like a self-personal development book. Right. You know, I think John probably rolled his eyes at me 
maybe a couple of years ago at some point because it was like I'm reading, reading, reading all these personal development. Oh books. yeah. And he himself probably knows like you okay, so when are you gonna start doing something? You know? Yeah. And it's like or listening to podcasts or listening to audible books. Yeah. Like, oh, all of them. Oh, I'm listening to all Wasn't of them. Every codependent self help book there stuff. is. But am I putting it into action? Am no. I doing anything myself? <laughs> Sounds good. I can repeat it and sound no. really good, real, th- really theologically sound. Yes. So that's another But it thing. wasn't something I gained yeah, on my yeah. own. I heard it from someone. Yes. So that is something in 2024, too, that is like, I don't want to just talk the talk. Yeah. I want to walk the walk. I want the action piece. I want active faith. I want active trust. I want yes. to be active in this instead of just passively listening and reading to, like you said, other people's experiences right. that have led them to either sermon or writing or, right. you know, I um, want to, I don't want to regurgitate what somebody else has told me. Right. Like, I actually want to be able to fully speak what the Lord and do I even need to be saying it? No, nope. but I don't want regurgitation to, to form me. I want him. Yeah. To form me. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just excuses. I don't even, it's not like, oh, I can say I don't like reading. I really don't enjoy reading, but it's like, you know what? I can read on Instagram. My, I can I can open the word. Yeah. And so mine is just I gotta I gotta stop with the excuses. I've gotta get into the word daily because I know the woman I want to be, but somehow she exists in the future. Mm-hmm. And and I have every tool to right. have her exist right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And so what am I gonna wait? You know. To, I I it's it's time. Okay. And I'm convicted about it. So okay. that's I'm it. On you. I'm gonna be on you. Yep. I need to just, that's, and I think once I'm in the word more, once I have that rhythm. It's those habits. Everything you know? else is just going to be where it needs to be, mm-hmm. you know? Like, life is pretty good right now, but I, yeah, that's it. So I don't have a word. Maybe I need to come up with a word. Maybe my word needs to be Bible. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe my word needs to be word. I don't know. But that that's something that's like, it keeps coming up. It mm-hmm. keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. And so. And that's something I think that that's the number one thing that all of us need to be doing mm-hmm. is just open your Bible. Yeah. Because, Read oh my scripture. gosh, if we're all in scripture and we're all getting literally changed by the sword. We're personally. Going to be yes. Personally. Yes. Instead of from somebody else. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're just going to show up different. We're going to be different. Yep. But. Yeah, it's the whole like, well, am I, where do I start? And am I going to be confused? And what does that mean? And uh, I'm looking for a certain place in the Bible that's going to speak to me right now. Yeah. So I've got to find that certain part of scripture instead of just like. <laughs> just open it up. Just start at Genesis 1. Yeah. Just, Genesis just open 1. it up. Mm-hmm. And you're not all of it. But it's not about you. It's about right. him. And it's that daily, if you stick to it, and if you're in the Bible daily, and if you're reading scripture daily, it is going to start to make sense. You yeah. are going to start to feel it. You're going to start to experience it. But again, that's where the enemy will attack is by that we're not good enough. We don't understand right. it. We don't know where to start. We don't know what to do. There needs to be a plan. I need to have A, B, and C. Right. Um, no, like you said, you just need to open it. Yep. Start with the Gospels, start with Genesis, just freaking open it. Uh huh. Because I guarantee you, a verse on that page is going to speak to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be this beautiful, like you said, no. it doesn't have to be beautiful. You no, don't those have to moments have... are few and far between. Yeah. They few are. and far between. And you see people on, on the internet with their color coded markers, making it beautiful, making Bible reading. They've got their candle lit, their coffee, there's ambiance in the background. And we're going to do it with. You know, cereal crumbs and dogs whining in the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, That's more real. Yep. It's real. Right. Don't get caught up in the way it's supposed to look. Yeah. Just do it. Yep. Just grab your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, it's on. you can download an app on your phone. Yeah, version. version. And you can um, literally have someone read to you on version. And you, you can. can. Like, and you can all, you have access to all the versions. Yeah, the all the versions. <laughs> you can have a man in a hot British accent read you the Bible. You really can <laughs> You can have like a grandma read the Bible. They like you can choose yeah, the voices. Yeah. You can't have Jesus. I'm sorry, it's no, not available you can't have yet. Jesus. It's not. It's not available yet. <laughs> coming to a coming to a store near you soon. Quite literally soon. Hopefully. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Yeah, please. Anytime now, TikTok Lord. Let's go. TikTok. I'm looking at my watch, maybe. 
I love it. I yeah. love it. Well, I can't wait. I'm excited to see how the Lord works in your Me life too. this year. Too, and friend. Just for you too. What happens with you and your kids? And I mean, He's already started beautiful works, and I'm just excited to watch them continue. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun being friends with you. It's fun it's being fun friends with you. Being friends with somebody who can talk real and also talk real about Jesus. Yeah. And I appreciate that about them. you too. Mm-hmm. I love that about you. Yeah. And that's why we're because we are. You mirror, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody find yourselves a Meredith. Or a out Catherine. There. And that's such a God. God brought us together. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? All of my We've relationships. Put ourselves out there. And that's what I say through the good and the bad, whether I'm friends with somebody, whether fractures happen, whether I meet somebody for a day or an hour or all of it, you know, the jobs, the everything. I'm just so grateful for the experience. I'm so yeah. grateful for the experience and where he's led me. I'm grateful for the things he's taken away because it's opened up yeah. bigger doors and I'm so grateful for the people that he's just put in my life. I praise him because I prayed for it. I prayed for godly friends. I prayed for friends who would be honest with me instead of, yeah, I still have friends who just tell me what I want to hear right. or, you know, or give me their opinions. I get stuck in the sharing my opinions too. Yeah. But the friends who bring it back to Jesus, the friends who point me back to scripture, the friends who call me out on my BS mm. or that maybe I'm being a little Precious too gift friends. Yes. Right there. Yes. When you can open up your heart to that and not get offended by it. Yeah. Beautiful things happen. Beautiful totally. things happen. And so I just praise them because it's a prayer. I've, I've prayed for friends like you and Same. he brought you yeah. to me and I know that he brought you to me. And so I'm just, I'm so grateful for everything he does, everything he takes away. Me and too. I'm waiting for the day that we all just party it up. I know. Awesome. No alcohol, but, you know, living water yeah, we're is going to be amazing. Living water is going to be, <laughs> it's gonna be better flowing. than any fire water y'all ever going to have, you know? Y'all yes. be having dreams and visions without the booze. Yes. You know what I mean? No, I, I so. so agree. And I just, like, I reciprocate that because mm-hmm. I just, when I w- first got here, like, I just had nobody and... I wanted it so bad, but I didn't have it. But it did take me just getting vulnerable. And I'm not tooting my horn, but it did take me getting vulnerable and just call, looking, calling a trailhead, seeing where they were, going there. I was a fish out of water. I had no, I mean, everybody, all, it's a small church. Everybody knew each other. Everybody had their friends. But I think him too, because it's just like over the year, it's just like I've just made some really good friends. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't right away. Mm-hmm. You know, people have to trust. People have to yeah. get to know you. You have to keep showing up. Yes. You know, it wasn't easy at first. Like, it's just me and my kids. We don't know anybody. It's a lot of small talk. Yep. You know, there's yep. you can tell there's groups of friends here and there. But it's like... And it's that's just, just what happens it's over just time. normal, right? Yeah. You kind of, and you, but it is intimidating walking into that. It is. But you got to be the new person that shows up and just trust the process. And you want it. Yes. And, like, now I'm just like, dude, I... I know I could call you on a whim. Mm-hmm. You brought me dinner when I was sick the other day. Like, you're just real. There's a few other women. There's a lot of women yeah. at church. But oh, yeah. Some I've just connected with, and it's just like, it's real friendships. And yeah. same. I've been praying for that. Like, you gotta find not one people. that's around this or around that. It's just around authenticity, and it's just good. So I'm so thankful for you, too. You are an absolute gem, and you are set apart, and Thank one you. in a million. Jesus is the bomb.com. He is. He's Serious. so good. So we just want to encourage you that if you are a non-believer, if you're a believer, if you've been hurt by the church, if you don't even know what the church is, if you're struggling, um, if you're, if life seems heavy, like serious, um, find your people, find people who know and trust and love Jesus and give it a shot because it is life changing. Yeah. He is amazing and does amazing works in all of our lives. And life is going to happen. Life is going to be yeah. shitty at times. We are going to lose people. Yeah. Things are going to come out of left field. Your refrigerator is going to break. Your car is going to break. Like shit is going to still happen. Mm-hmm. Just because we have a relationship with him does not mean that life is promised to be 
fantastic and right. no problems and that it's the opposite in scripture it says um he does not promise no he pro he promises that life is still going to be hard um because it is we yeah. live in a broken world and that's just where we're at and so he makes it bearable he makes it so that we still want to live another day he makes yeah. it so that we know what our worth is and who our worth is in and we still want to continue to show up even in the suck. And so if you can find that, like, that's a beautiful thing right there. Yeah. Take heart. Is, he has overcome the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So finding joy in that struggle. Yeah. Is what it's about. Amen, sister. Mm -hmm. So we all hope you have a fantastic new year. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Meredith, for yeah, being here. I can't wait to do this me. again. I know. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. Thank I you, friends. I love you. I hope you leave here today knowing you are not alone. And when life gets hard, pull yourself up and meet me at the well.